0: Good afternoon. Uh, today we'll be beginning Hilchot Taaniyot. Um, these halachot deal with the various fast days uh, in the Jewish Jewish calendar, but also fast days that are instituted um, by um, by certain sages of the different generations for various reasons. So the first two chapters of Hilchot Taaniyot will deal with the mitzvah of crying out and fasting. Um, as a result of different calamities that have befallen the Jewish people. Uh, the second uh, set of halachot, chapters three and four, are about ta'aniyot hamatar, or fasts for rainfall. And the final um, chapter, Ibn Khotaniyot, um chapter five, will deal with um, the fasts established for national and political. Teshuvah, and as a remembrance for the destruction of the Beit Hamikdash and the various um, political mistakes that we have done, and we'll elaborate uh, about that in Perek He. This chapter, Perik Aleph, is split up into four different parts. Uh, the first few halachot deal with the mitzvah of crying out and fast of crying out during distressful times, as we'll see, and to blow. The shofarot. <clears throat> the second part of the chapter will deal with the mitzvah of the taanit. The third set, the third um, part of the chapter will deal with um, different fasts that an individual may take upon himself. And the last chapter will deal with the actual day of the taanit and different restrictions um, and some exceptions um, that may apply. So with that we will begin the Khotaniyot, the Khotaniyot mitzvah ase hat ve he dizok lifnei hashem bechol et tsara gdola shetavo al ha tzibur ve mitzvah zo befrakim elu. it is a positive scriptural commandment to <clears throat> cry out before God at all distressful um times uh, when great calamity calamities befall the community and the Elaboration of this mitzvah Is in the following um, The following chapters And there's actually a Change in the girsah Of the Rabbi Yochai Makbili edition That when it's That the beginning it's It starts the same Mitzvah And then The correct edition Should say To fast And to cry out in prayer Even though as we'll see The fast is not Scriptural Rather the scriptural Scriptural commandment Is to cry out, but sometimes Harambam will add in uh, the uh, rabbinic um, aspects of a certain mitzvah um, as he does in, for example, the beginning of Hilchot Ishut, as we'll see Be'ezat Hashem uh, in the next um, few weeks, as a matter of fact. Hilchot ta'aniyot, ta'aniyot Perik Aleph <clears throat> It is a positive commandment from the Torah to pray and to sound the teruah of coming out of the trumpet. So to blow the trumpets and to sound the teruah on every calamity that may befall the community. As it says in the Torah, This is in the 10th chapter where it speaks about uh, certain um, adversaries or calamities that may come to the Jewish people so uh, the p- translation of the pasuk is on the ad- adversary that may distress you you shall sound the tirua on the trumpets Kelomar, as if to say kol lachem. as if to say that anything or whatever that may distress you as a community kigon batsoret for example, famine or plague or locusts or anything of the sort, cry out and pray um, because of them and sound the uh, teru'ah um, from the trumpets. bet. teshu'vahu. And this item of praying and sounding, um, let, rather, let's, let's use this process of praying and sounding the teru'ah on the trumpets is one of the paths of Teshuvah. As at a moment that a dis, that a calamity um, befalls the Jewish people and the Jewish people pray and sound the Teluah, everyone is bound to realize that as a result of their own evil actions, this evil and um, Calamity has come, Kakatuv, as it says in, in the in, in Sefer Yirmiya, actually, Avonotechem hitu el lechem. Your misdeeds have caused and turned these things to come upon you. lahem ha'sara And this process of crying out and pray and praying to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and sounding the uh, teruah uh, will cause the trouble to be removed from them, meaning from the Jewish people. <clears throat> and obviously, when we say crying out and sounding the teshuvah, this process again should lead to, for both an individual and the community to do teshuvah and to change their ways. And now we have the flip side of if this process is not done. However, if the community does not cry out in prayer and does not sound the tiro'ah, rather they say, this calamity that has befallen us is simply the way of the world. And this um, this event, this distressful situation, is arbitrary and is not as a result for our as is not a result of our actions. This is a cruel path. And when we say cruel path, it's in the sense of ignoring a calamity and not doing the process that we mentioned. It's cruel because it takes the view that life is simply, life and the course of human events are simply determined by cruel accidents, not by divine divine providence or hashgahah pratit. And this will result in God's special protection of Am Israel simply, being dissolved. And this type of behavior of not recognizing one's actions and doing teshuva and praying and sounding the tirua will cause the community to continue and attach themselves to evil actions and to, to continue on their evil path. And this will actually, this type of attitude will bring additional and probably worse um, calamities. <clears throat> this is what the Torah states explicitly. This is what the Torah states that if you walk with me arbitrarily, then I will walk with you arbitrarily too, but in fury. As if this, this basuk is um, as if to say that when a calamity will befall you, rather, when, when Hakadish Baruch Hu says that if I bring a calamity upon you in order for you to do teshuvah and you treat it as arbitrary, I will add and increase the fury and wrath of that arbitrary event. And again, it's extremely, extremely important to realize um, the significance of what Bam here is teaching us, that we can never treat any um, event um, both on a macro level, uh, for example, a tragedy upon the Jewish people, but also an event in one's own life as simply mikre, and that you should have the um, the view and the attitude of Hashkah <laughs> hapratit. And if anyone wants more elaboration, um, they can see and refer to the more nebuchim in regards to hashqa hapratit, exactly what that means. <clears> Halachad. <throat> dali. Now we're going to shift to the mitzvah of the ta'anit itself and established for us to fast upon for every calamity that may fall on the that may befall the congregation until um, the congregation is given mercy from Hakadaj and the calamity and tragedy and or whatever tragic situation the community might find themselves in. Um, Ends and the situation improves. And on these um, fast days, prayer is said and we recite supplications and we um, blow on the Hatzotzerot. And again, when we say blow on the it's the sound of the However, if um, the fast, if there is a Beit HaMikdash, and the fast is instituted and established in the Beit HaMikdash, Meri'in <speaking> b'chatsotzerot, w'ba'shofar. The <Hebrew> teruah is sounded both on the shofar and on the chatsotzerot. <speaking in> Ha'shofar <Hebrew> The shofar is sounded with a short blast, and the chatsotzerot are, are elongated. Shem mitzvat hayyom As the mitzvah of the day is because for the chatsotzerot, as we mentioned at the opening of the um of the peric. The end toin baatsuot the shofar ki ehad elabidash and we do not as a rule do not blow the shofar and the hatsutsirot together except for in the Bitamiddash Shinni Emar as it says in Tehilim Bahatsut Shofar Hariyut Adonai that with the sound of trumpets and shofar, you shall um do this do the terua Sound the teru'ah from the shofar and from the trumpets before God, um, the king, and the place of our king, so to speak, is in the Beit Dash. Taniot elu enam yom achar yom. The fasts that are imposed on the congregation because of a calamity should not be observed consecutively. As the community as a whole cannot endure consecutive fast days, and we only impose a fast day, fast day a priori or initially, only on Monday or on a Monday, and then the following Thursday, and then the following Monday. And so too on this pattern of Monday, Thursday, Monday, Thursday until um, the situation improves and mercy is obtained. And just a note, as if anyone remembers in Hilchot Tefillah, Bet, we talked about um, Monday and Thursday as the days that we publicly read. Sefer Torah, and they were back in the day considered as Yemehit um, Kansut, or days of assembly. en ta'anit ala lo ve tovim. A fast day is not imposed on the community, not on Shabbat, and not on um, Yom Tov. As we saw in Shabbat, Perik Lamed, that it is prohibited to fast or to cry out in prayer and to ask for supplications. On Shabbat, if anyone wants to see it, it's Hilchot Shabbat, Perek Lamed, I believe Halakha Yudbet. So too, on Shabbat and on Yom Tov, we do not blow the Shofar and do not blow the trumpets. And we do not cry out in prayer and ask for supplications and mercy on, on, in, the, in the Amidah, but if it is, unless it is one of the following three situations, that it is a city that Goyim have sieged and surrounded, or a flood that is about to enter the city, or a ship that is being tossed at sea. Even if an individual is being chased by um, by goyim, or being chased by bandits, or because of ruach ra'ah, we'll explain what that is in a moment. A fast um, may be done on Shabbat, and we and w- an individual may cry out um, and ask for supplications um, on in the Amidah. Ruach ra'ah is an extremely interesting uh, term. It's found in Harambam a few times and in the Talmud, and Rabbi Ben Eliyahu Ben Hayim um, of Yeshiva University explains that Chachamim coined "ruach ra'ah" as a term for anything harmful to an individual, but Chachamim weren't able to identify clearly or put their finger on it. So, a lot of the times, it refers to certain microbes or bacteria or infections or anything again that may be harmful to a person. So, if this, for example, um, comes upon an individual on Shabbat, a type of infection, a bacteria, or microbe, or whatever it might be, one may fast because of it on Shabbat and ask for supplications um, in their tefillah for Shabbat or Yom Tov. In however, we do not blow the shofar or the trumpets, unless the trumpets or shofar are blown in order to assemble the people and to help them uh, and assist them in the rescue from goyim or from a uh, Jew being chased or from one of the yes or from one of the situation mentions situations mentioned above. So two fasts are not, not imposed on initially from uh, for a priori on Rosh Chodesh, or on Hanukkah or Purim or Hol Hammu'eid. However, if a community, if the community began to fast on a because of a calamity, even for one day, and one of these days coincides with one of the Monday and Thursdays that um, that we that the community set out to fast on the fast should be observed uh, even though it c- would coincide with one of the days mentioned of Rosh Hodish Hanukkah Purim or Holiday Moed the fast should be observed and completed on one of these days <laughs> these fasts that are imposed as a result of the, as a result of a calamity <coughs> Pregnant women, um, women that are pregnant for three months or more, and women that are nursing or 24 months after birth, and minors should not observe these fasts. بالليلة, and it is permissible to eat at, at the night. لمخاري, even though the next day is a fast day. حمتار, except for fast done for rain. يتبعر, as will be explained in Perek Gima. And every ta'anit that um, one may eat on it at night. Whether it be for a communal fast or a single individual's fast, one may eat from the night until the break of dawn. This is again, this is provided that he does not sleep. However, if he did sleep, he may not go back, wake up before the break of dawn, and eat. Now we're going to shift gears to the ta'anriyot of a single individual rather than the community. Keshem she'asibur mitanin. Just as the community fasts during a time of trouble, so to an individual may fast if he is distressed or in trouble. If, for example, a person knew someone or had a relative that was sick, or an individual was lost in the wilderness, or was imprisoned in a jail, יש לודית אנות אלב ולבקש רחמים בתפילתו ו anenu אנינו בהוד תפילה שמתפלד. An individual may fast and may ask for mercy in his tefillah and recite the prayer of Anenu in the um, tefilot that he prays. If anyone wants to find um, this nosach of Haramban of Anenu, one can look in Sefer Tefilot, um, paragraph Kaf Alef in Hilchot. Um, <coughs> However, in contrast to um, the Taanit an individual may not fast on Shabbat or on one of the mu'adot or on Rosh Chodesh or Hanukkah or Purim. Halachayyud. Any fast that an individual does not undertake from the preceding day is not considered a ta'anit. How exactly does one undertake a fast? When a person prays minha of the previous day, one should say after his tefillah, I shall be in a fast, and intends in his mind to fast um, the next day. And this is a difference from the Ta'anit Sibur, that the Ta'anit Sibur does not require any statement or any um, undertaking or intent um, to fast. Rather, if the Ta'anit Sibur is instituted by um, the Hahamim or by the din of that locale, the community must observe it and no um, undertaking, no process of undertaking the ta'anit from the preceding day or intention um, is required. <speaking> in <Hebrew> Even if one eats that evening, he did not detract from his fast. <speaking in Hebrew> So too, if an individual intended and accepted to undertake three or four fast days consecutively, even if he eats the night of each one, he did not detract from his fast, and he does not need to re-express intent on every um, preceding day before he fasts. if an individual except uh, took upon himself to fast um for on the following day only and then he fa- observed that fast then that the next then that night he decided to fast Um, a second day consecutively, even though he didn't break his fast, it is not considered a ta'anit, because he did not undertake the ta'anit during the preceding day. And we don't even need to mention that if an individual ate and drank at night and then woke up in the morning and decided to do ta'anit, this is not obviously considered a taanit at all. <laughs> an individual that has a frightening dream. must observe a fast the next day. And knew what is today pretty much accepted in the field of psychology, that dreams signify things in, individual, in an individual's subconscious. That if an individual um, had a bad or frightening dream. Sometimes it can be a wake-up call uh, for that individual, and an individual should observe um, a taanit the next morning. for an individual to re- return and um, and wake up from uh, from his actions and, um, and and like I mentioned, it's we should treat these dreams as a sort of wake-up call. An individual should search within within his actions and return to do teshuva and repent. And one should observe this ta'anit even um, on Shabbat. And Rabbi Yochai Makbili mentions in his Pirush it from um, Rabbeinu Ha'ayegaon that the reason for this is because if an individual does not fast on Shabbat after a frightening dream, he'll be preoccupied with his dream and will really not have um, any onik Shabbat on that Shabbat. And he should say in every following Even though he did not undertake to, take, to do the fast from the preceding day. <laughs> and, um, Hamim said that <coughs> one who fasts on Shabbat must observe another day of taanit because he failed to have Onig Shabbat on the Shabbat that he um, fasted on and observed the fast on Shabbat. So you got a two for one. Uh, if you um, have do halom on Shabbat. They'll have to fast on the Shabbat and then fast an additional day because you um, fail failed to have onik Shabbat on the Shabbat that you fasted on. Adam sha'ot An individual may fast for a number of hours. Provided that he does not eat anything for the duration of that day. How so? If an individual was busy and occupied with his affairs, and he did not eat up to or nine hours into the day, and he decided to fast um, for the duration of hours that are left in the day. He may fast for those hours, and he may recite anenu in those, he should recite anenu in those ta'anit As he accepted and undertook the ta'anit before the hours that he observed the ta'anit on. So to if an individual um, ate or drank, So if an individual began his day and ate and drank and then decided to fast for the rest of the day, this is considered a Ta'anit Sha'at and one has the ability to observe this Ta'anit Sha'at. Now we'll get into the halachot that deal with um, the actual day of the Ta'anit, what is permitted, what is Prohibited in how a person should go about this fast day. Anyone who is fasting If an individual is fasting because of a personal calamity or situation or because of a frightening dream or that he was fasting with the community because of a communal tragedy or situation an individual should not pamper himself. And should not act frivolously. And should not be joyful or happy. Rather, an individual should be serious and have a mourning tone to his day. As it says in Echa, How mournful should a person be? He should mourn over his misdeed and, misdeeds and inequities. the An individual who is in a taanit may taste um, a food up to a reviit and a reviit is about seventy-five cubic um, centimeters. And this is from a Gemara in Berachot Dafio Dalid. This is provided that he doesn't swallow. Rather, he tastes, puts the food in his mouth and spits it up. And does not, again, does not swallow. If he forgot and happened to eat, he must complete the ta'anit. And it's not as if you broke your fast, now you can eat as much as you want. Rather, you should complete and observe the rest of the ta'anit. An individual that was fasting for a sick relative or a sick person, and the sick person was healed. or on a calamity, and the calamity disappeared and the situation improved. taanito, a person must complete the taanit on that day. Haolech Individual who went from one place to that they were fasting. To another place that they are not fasting, one must complete his ta'anit. Halach <laughs> mim makom she'en mit'anin the makom mit'aneh If an individual went from a place that a fast was not being observed to a place that a fast was being observed, he must fast with the people of that place. Shachah al yitrae bifnehim If he forgot and ate and drank, he should not be seen. Let himself um, be seen. Uh, in front of the members of the city, Valyin hog idunin b'atman. He should not pamper himself either. Halhatet zain. Tzibur shayu mitanin al ha'gishamim. We are doing the <throat> a community that was fasting because of rainfall and rain came on that day if the rain came prior to hatsot they should not complete the fast and continue fasting after hatsot rather the, the people the community should eat and drink and gather and recite Chalel Hagadol. Chalel Hagadol. Um, for anyone who forgot from Hametu Matzah Hit is Perikuf Lamidvav in Sefer <laughs> That we don't say halil Hagadol when a person, unless um, a person's hunger is satisfied and one's stomach is full. <laughs> However, if um, rainfall came after Hatsot, <laughs> because the day was already spent. In distinguishness and in ta'anit and in kiddushah, separate and different from the rest of the days of the year, the fast should be observed and completed. <speaking in Hebrew> so too, if a community was fasting because of a calamity and the calamity eventually um, went away, or because of a, de- de- a or because of an oppressive decree and the decree was Cancelled or dissolved. If if it was dissolved and the situation improved prior to Hatsot, they should not complete the fast. However, if it was after Hatsot, the fast should be completed and observed. Final halacha: on a day in which a taanit is imposed on the community because of um, because of a certain situation or calamity, the Betin of that city and the distinguished elders sit in the bet and gather and evaluate the conduct of the the people of that city from to after Tefillat Shahrit until midday, and remove and think and brainstorm of any obstacles that may cause an individual or the community to do an avirah, and caution the people, and preach and evaluate um, the um, the evil people that have done evil actions and done avirot, and separate them from their um, avirot and um, humble certain violent or abusive people and anything of this sort that the zekenim and the chachamim um, think would be constructive to improve the situation of the in, in, improve the situation and cause the people of the city to do teshuvah And from midday until the evening revia hayom kor'in uklalot from a quarter of the day, they read from the Berachot and Kilalot that are in the Torah. <coughs> from Revia rather, is from a quarter left in the day, sorry. So they read from the Kilalot and Berachot in the Torah. As Sefer and Mishleh, Peregima says, the rebuke of God, do not despise and don't hate His um, rebuke. And, um, the haft- and we read and recite the Haftarah um, on the topic of rebuke and from the topic of um, whatever calamity has um, befallen the day. In the last quarter of the day, sorry, the quarter that I mentioned before before was the quarter after Hatsot, and for the last quarter of the day, Minha is said, and supplications are said, and prayers, and um, and and Vidui is said as well. as we saw in the Chod Teshuvah, Aleph. And this is all according um, to whatever situation the community is in. And Be'azat Hashem, tomorrow we will study Perik Shini.